Hello and welcome back or welcome to my podcast. So, if you remember yesterday, I did a episode about the bestiary. And now I am just gonna make another episode about it. So, let's just jump right back into, well, you could say before. So anyways, we have the stone poblet, peblet. Igneo Peblet, and Frost Peblet. Each of them have a health of 20 and an attack of 12, excepting the Igneo Peblet, which has an attack of 16. I don't know why the Frost Peblet only has an attack of 12, but it's elemental, just like the Igneo Peblet. But anyways, the Forest Octorok has 8 health, and two attack damage. That is the same with the water Octorok. But the rock Octorok has eight health and zero attack damage. The snow Octorok has eight health and two attack damage. The treasure Octorok is the one who is, you could say, different. Because they have eight health and 11 attack damage. Now moving on. We have the little frocks, which has 16 health and 8 attack damage, which is a decent amount. The bubble frog is having a decent 18 health, but no base attack damage since it doesn't actually damage you. The evermean has 40 health and 10 attack damage and a lot of loot drops. But anyways, the Aracuda, which was thought to be a very weak creature, actually has two health and not one health. And it drop and it can be annoying. It will drop bonds on you, and it has an attack, a base attack damage of 13. The Gibdo has 60 health and an attack damage of 20, 40 health and an attack damage of 20. Then moving on to the Yiga Clan, the Yiga Clan Foot Soldier has 72 health and an attack damage of 10. The Yiga Blade Master has 400 health and an attack damage of 33. Now, the Yiga Blade Master drops a really, really cool looking item the Eightfold Long Blade. And I'm not talking about the item itself, it's how the item works. Basically, when you swing it, it emits a bit of wind that creates a blade of wind and that continues on for a bit now it just so happens that you can attach like a thunder gliocorn onto it and bam it makes that wind electric so with a zuggling you can actually make a very cool looking combo of ice thunder and fire and trust me it it looks insane. 
So then there's the sub bosses. And I'm gonna probably go through these rather quickly. So there are the Flux Construct. The Flux Construct 1 has 360 health with a base damage of 20. The Flux Construct 2 has 720 health with a base damage of 40. The Flux Construct 3 has 1080 health with a base damage of 55. Eh. It was following, but by not doing 60 attack damage, that just ruins it. So then, for Taluses, the Battle Talus is actually considered a bit weaker than the Stone Talus. However, they both have the same health of 380, and they both have the same attack damage of 24. Then the Stone Talus Luminous version has 620 health and 48 attack damage, which is quite a decent amount. The Stone Talus Rare is supposedly stronger than the Flux Construct 3 because it has 1080 health and 60 attack damage. Ah, finally, continued. Then the Igneo Talus has 1000 health, 60 attack damage. Shared with the Frost Talus. And also, it says something weird here. It says that there is a 1% chance of a diamond for the Igneo and Frost Talus. Which I don't think is true. Yeah, I really doubt that it's true. Anyway, moving on. Hinoxes. So, there's the normal Hinox with 600 health and 24 attack damage. There's the blue Hinox with 800 health and 48 attack damage. There's the black Hinox with 1000 health and 60 attack damage. There's the Stalnox with 1000 health and 72 attack damage. Which, I was surprised to hear that part. Then there's the Molduga with 1,500 health, which is an insane amount, and 60 attack damage. Then continuing on, there's the Frocks. The first le the technically the second level, as there's the little Frocks for the Frock series with 700 health and 22 attack damage. Now, the weird thing is, the Obsidian Frox is the third level in the series, supposedly, with the most health and attack damage out of all of them, and has the best loot drops, except for the uh, sort of horn things that gives you a lot of fuse attack power. The Blue-White Frox, it doesn't have as much health, only 1,350 compared to the Obsidian Frox's 2,100, and also it has an attack damage of 42 compared to the 58 of the Obsidian Frox. Continuing on, we have Lynels. So the first level of Lynel has 2,000 health and an attack damage of 33 which is pretty insane 
knowing it's first level. Then the second level, Blue Maned Lionel, has 3,000 health and an attack damage of 49. Then the White Maned Lionel has an insane 4,000 health and an attack damage of 74. And arguably the hardest enemy in the whole game, the Silver Lionel, has 5,000 health and an attack damage of 90. So, there are a lot of strategies for Lynels, but I find the most, you could say, reliable strategy is to have the Lionel attack you, parry the Lionel's shot, shoot the Lionel in the face, get on its back, use a very strong weapon to deal massive damage to it. Now, it seems very complicated, but you just, once you get the timing for the parry right and the movement that the Lionel goes through right, then you're good to go. Anyway, so let's move on to Gleox. So the Flame Gleox has 8,000 health. Same with the Thunder Gleox, Frost Gleox, and King Gleox. Which all have 50 attack too. But. I don't feel I've given enough. Well. What's the word? Oh yeah. Information on this. So I'm going to explain. All their final. Attacks. For example. The Thunder Gleok final attack. Basically the Thunder Gleok summons a bunch of lightning which will create airways. The Frost Gleok summons a huge ice storm, which lets tiny, not really tiny, ice spikes drop down. You climb onto an ice spike, recall it, and bam, you can get pretty close. Then the Flame Gleok is arguably the coolest, as it shoots a massive fireball toward you and you need to dodge it it explodes in a massive explosion creating an insanely powerful updraft then of course the flame gleok final attack is sort of a combination of all of them I mean I can't really see the fire but I'm just going to say it's a combination of all of them. Since the ice spikes calm down. And the lightning comes down. Blah, blah, blah. Then there's the bosses. There's Kulgara with 600 health. And an attack damage of 15. Marbled Goma with 800 health. And an attack damage of 16. Mokdurak? Mokdurak? With 1,300 health and an attack damage of 16. Queen Gibdo with 2,270 health and an attack damage of 16. Then the Seas Construct with an overwhelming 20,000 health and 32 base attack damage. Damn, that's a lot. Master Koga with 600 health. 
Bloom spawned in Phantom Ganon, which I guess, yeah, it makes sense that be they'd be considered a boss because of the Master Sword trial. But 450 health with 3 attack. Demon King Ganondorf. First stage, 2,500 health. Second stage, doubled. Third stage, 6,000 health. And has a base attack damage of 8. So, that's almost... Oh, wait, no, it's not done. What are we forgetting? The dragons. There's... Uh, let's see. Farosh. A lightning dragon? Who has the ability to summon, you guessed it, lightning things. Not actual direct lightning, just balls of lightning. Dinrel, who's able to do the exact same thing, but with fire. And this time, Dinrel has two horns. And then Nadra, with like 14 horns. And can do the exact same thing, but with ice. Oh my god, so cool. Then there's the light dragon. And you don't actually need any sort of protection with this dragon. And it has hair, golden hair, which isn't really a thing for dragons, as you can see. And it also has... A bunch of horn thingies. It has two horns, but then that horns spike out into multiple other things. And that's actually the end for Bestiary. So, bye bye <laughs>